Welcome to this episode of the Fan Man Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. Good morning. Snacks is back. <laughs> we're back together. I'm here. I'm I'm just glad we're doing an episode. I didn't care who showed up. <laughs> Even I'm, if you were just sitting there talking I, uh, to a Muppet? Yeah, I was about to do it with the dogs for Christ's sakes. <laughs> there you go. Just to keep the freaking needle moving. <laughs> nah, it's uh, it's been tough. Bad couple yeah, it's been a it's been a fun fun time. Um, I did uh, like just the just the thought of you two doing a, a Boba Fett recap without mm. me was so distressing that you know I I literally watched the last two and a half episodes last night just on you know I'm like no I cannot not <laughs> not do this love it yeah. And it was torture. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. Um, you mean Mando anyone? season two point five? But well, that uh, yeah, valid that valid was, comment. That was interesting kind of the comment. point. I think honestly, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. But re- before we get into that, did anyone pick? Did anyone pick up anything high level? <laughs> um, you mean after yeah, COVID? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wham, wham, um, wham! Join the club. Wham, 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 wham! No, I was just making a joke about picking up COVID. Um. I don't get away uh, from the hooker in Vegas. I don't think so? There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that, yeah, this so is true. I actually got one thing Star Wars related. So the kid sent me a present, showed up on the doorstep the other day. Because uh, my daughter works at Disney World now and she has access to all the no, hard no. to find stuff. She bought me. You know, she bought I love me the little humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I, I, I mean, this thing's hard to find, but it's the. Um, the little remote control droid from the Droid Depot. It's Chopper from the Star Wars Rebel cartoon, who is possibly besides, I mean, besides R2, but he's he's a top tier Star Wars character. He's a little droid who's like a complete dickhead and he doesn't listen to anybody and he bitches and moans. It's basically me as a robot. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah I was sounds like a DJ boss. So, familiar. Yeah. yeah. So she was able to find one. So uh, I have a little Chopper droid I can chase the dogs around with now and they fucking hate him. It's amazing. Hate him. So nice. yeah, that's awesome. I got my little Star Wars thing to play with now. Excellent. So, yeah, I don't think I got anything. No, I was actually just had looking around the office. Anything. I bought a Buddy Christ puzzle. That was it. That came oh, the nice. other day. Yeah, puzzle. Interesting. I haven't really gone anywhere or done anything. Or seen that. One of those things that popped up in the feed and said, "Oh, that's cool. You can have my twenty dollars." Oh, nice. <laughs> I did, uh, I went somewhere interesting yesterday, um, because I spent so much time in the basement and, and, or locked away at work, uh, it seemed like something to do. So my oldest Emma is, you know, taking a painting class in, in high school and has been doing a series of like paintings on nightmares Mm. and has been taking pictures, like going, finding a spooky image or something to take a picture of and then use that as the basis for her next painting. So she goes online and looks for local spooky places and found this abandoned railroad tunnel in Clinton. I know. Up. Yeah. I didn't I realize know what that you're talking was about. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine you know it. Yeah. So Jen's like, really? That's like half an hour away. Can't you find something creepy to take a picture closer? But I drove her up there. Um, and uh, almost like it was warm yesterday, it's gorgeous, so yeah. almost sixty. But there's still snow and ice and everywhere, and we had to like climb like a hill through woods on top of snow. Like I was worried about literally falling and hurting ourselves 
on the way up and that on the way down. That Sean Hogarty outdoor it walk. Was, yeah. Like, Heather saw her come across. Oh, yeah. You like, saw it, yes. You may want to call and make sure yeah. he's okay. This is out of character. Did like he somebody get lost? Stole the, well, somebody stole was, the watch and is using Hogarty's watch. Yeah, that was the only like the seven minutes walking back. I should have turned it on the whole time because it was a mm-hmm. it was a workout. But but we managed to go without uh, falling yeah. on our butts or you hurting ourselves. You uh, the, the uh, reservoir. Some cool pictures where the dam is and everything in the summer. Mm-hmm. You can do a, you can That's do that where we whole walk. We yeah. parked at the dam. I mean that whole walk is really yeah. cool in the summer. No, I like it though. Emma got really tired of all the damn jokes I was making. (laughs) You you are one of those people. You started dad jokes Uh, at like 24. So by this point, you got them down. You got a whole encyclopedia of that shit just ready to fire off. I have a lifetime of dad jokes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm with you. And what did you do yesterday, DJ, after stuffing your face across the room from me? Yeah. um, What did I do? I... uh, what, what, was he I swung by and grabbed home fries. I got I a random text fries. message. Oh, I need home fries. Awesome. Now. And they appeared like eight minutes later. Oh, it's awesome. close yeah. to his house. It's not yeah. far at all from where he is. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, I couldn't have. I couldn't have come, but but uh, I loved oh, hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's I, I didn't get a ton. Say, so I just got home fries. That's all I wanted, but it was it was worth yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I uh. What did we do? I went and. I ran to get the, some stuff for the dogs. I ran a couple errands and I came home and I was put, trying to, because um, it was nice out yesterday, like Sean was saying. So I got a new uh, handle set for the front door because my front door handle's busted. Mm. So I was trying to take that apart mm. and paint the spot behind on the door so the door matched and then put the new one back yeah. together. And I was doing it with a bad back and the dogs at my feet. And it's just, so yeah, I didn't get a whole lot done yesterday. I did some cleaning around the house and stuff and did some prep for I got you know I had to prep all the food for today so for the Super Bowl that's right so. you do a chunk of the cooking right food yeah I'm not doing as much as if it was a Patriot Super Bowl but I'm doing a, I made like a yeah. I had to make like 36 like handmade like pizza egg rolls from scratch and then uh ha- had, well, had to I mean no, I had to bring I, mean, I, 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 I was I'm, tasked to bring stuff I'm getting egg rolls and potato skins <laughs> and wings and pizzas and calzones but I had to dial the phone and then yeah. I'll just go pick it up and so I was gonna make steak and cheese egg rolls, and I couldn't find the shaped steak I anywhere. Do. No one had any. Yeah, no one had any. Oh. Um, yeah, steak so em. I went. Um, no, no, steak and steak. We have to get like the actual like the shaved ribeyes. But um, so yeah, I did pizza ones, pepperoni sausage, and stuff like that. And then uh, mm-hmm. make nice. like Hawaiian meatballs. I forget what else I'm doing. There's some crackers and stuff, but small, small yield because it's not it's not us. So yeah. It is, uh, yeah. It's a Super Bowl Sunday with no Patriots, no Tom Brady. Uh, it's kind of kind of nice. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm so I'm still gonna watch it. Though. I'm, I'm pulling for the Bengals. I like I like oh, the yeah. kid. I, I like Burrow. Yeah, I like how. Oh, yeah. And that's I mean. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'd be good yeah. for that city. It'd be. I mean, I don't care who wins either way. I really don't. But my thing is, I just yeah. I don't like the way the Rams built their team. I don't like it. It's like <laughs> like the LeBron way they went about it. So. I, I will watch it, but I'm I'm I am taking my first road trip in the Tesla for work, leaving tomorrow for at least a week, and I haven't like I I haven't packed, I haven't prepped, I don't know what I have to do. Like I'm a little out of my out of my element here. You just. Um, which will you be just fine. delighted me because I read something yesterday that made me laugh Why? out loud and think of you and a couple other people that I know immediately. Yes. 
that the best part about Tesla owners is how they work the word Tesla into everything they're doing. They're never driving a car. They have to drive the Tesla or I'm taking the Tesla. <laughs> well, I I don't tend to. But, but, but you it, nailed it. But it's specifically. <laughs> no, but, but this, but in this case, it's important, right? The whole point is I've never had to get gas outside my mm. house. So oh. the first first time I'm doing it and it's going to be driving me most of the way on roads I don't know things like that like it's it's a relevant piece mm-hmm. it's not a ooh I have a Tesla it's this is why it's stressful for me because it's the first time I've done this uh, I saw this meme it was a Tesla dead on the side of the road with a giant gas generator charging it and it captured was like thank <laughs> god this dickhead saving the planet <laughs> it's doing nothing to save the planet what's that kid it's a status the, thing the generator the generator is like kicking out black smoke and stuff is this old big it's diesel not a generator thing. <laughs> it totally is not for Maybe me not for i don't you. give a shit it's more of an accessory no. at this point not for me <laughs> uh, your shark's hat anyway. is throwing me off by the way dj i keep thinking oh, you're wearing san jose I, on your head <laughs> i'm sorry it's yes. i mean it is but it's not it's Worcester. it's the woo it's, the it's just a, it's a very comfortable hat. Anyway, um, uh, I see in the background some kind of uh, baby Yoda Grogu stuffy. Yeah. You don't got one of those? Yeah, every house needs one. That's the cheap one. I don't have I, the I good have, one. Is that the one no that came with like a cardboard pod? Nothing. Like you get at Target or something? No, it's no. It's just Probably like a. It's just like a. Um, it's just like it's like it's like a nine ninety nine just plushy out of like the yeah. plushy box. Where's the plushy box? Plushy <laughs> box. You shop no, in places like, I don't okay. shop in. I don't know where the plushy box is. Well, no, like is. the it's, it's it's called a p a, a p a, a pq a pqd uh, box. Like when you have like the little trays with like the items in it that's on the shelf at the store. Mm. Yeah. Pretty quick display. I gotcha. Pqd. Yeah. Pretty yeah. quick display. Got it. Um, yeah. Did you guys see? Since we're talking about Star Wars, uh, someone online, mm-hmm. guys like an artist. He went and bought one of the, the twenty dollars Grogu's with the hard plastic head. Took it home, took it apart, and repainted it and put and put it back together. And it looks better than Chris's four hundred dollars one from Sideshow. Really? It was mm. yeah. And then no, and then I he returned it. it to the store and put it back on the shelf for some kid to get. Like it had hair. Like he repainted the whole thing. That's oh my god! Cool. It came out. It came out gorgeous. Mm. But anyway, I like mm. the baby. Nice. I like the baby. I like to see the baby. So yeah, so so Book of Boba Fett has come and gone. Um, it was this has been the, it's only the second Star Wars TV show, live action TV show. Um, yeah, although they've mm-hmm. done yeah. two seasons of Mandalorian already. Um, and surprisingly, reactions have been extremely mixed, and I don't kind of get it. But um, mm. a lot of people say it's been, it was like a train wreck, and I'm like, what do you? Did you guys watch what? the same show as me? I won't go there. But I th- yeah. I th- yeah. No, no. I mean, I think there's there's a couple. I mean, there's a, there's a couple problems with it. But like, I think the biggest thing is unlike so there's like a new like wave of Star Wars fans that are just like baby fans. You mean baby as in young no, as in fans Grogu. or fans of babies? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> TJ's dying. <clears throat> He's doing okay. Ah, Mitch, informed. Ooh, it's a nice magenta. Yeah, I like that color. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. for ambiance. Um. Mm. So yeah, I know like the first like three or four before Grogu showed back up, people were just like him and Han on it, but I, I don't know. I, I 
I, I can tell you I'm blissfully unaware of any of this because I don't don't really Pop, listen to yeah, people's reactions. Because I go looking for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Media sucks. The first few are a little slow. I mean, you're definitely world building and setting Boba in that spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's wrong with that? It definitely seems like Boba's going to be just an ancillary piece. Like, he's out there, so you can tap into Boba. I don't see them... The one thing that I came away with it, I don't see a real need for season two. I don't. Right. He controls his little fiefdom there, and there's not a whole hell of a lot to explore in that fiefdom. Well, no, he left though. What? He's, 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 Boba didn't go anywhere. He's, he's going to go somewhere. Because he even said, he's like, he's like, this, he basically said, this isn't for me. You know, we should give it, you know, someone else should run this place. And then they sh- at the when? end of the last episode, and then they show he's got Cobb Vanth in the fucking bath tank with the mod doctor. They're going to bring Timothy Oliphant back to life, and they're- he's going to run Mos Espa. Yeah, but Fennec made a comment that Boba said it, he wasn't like it wasn't what he envisioned, or however he phrased it there. But she basically said, "But it's right. yours." I mean, Cobb. Yeah. So your theory is they're going to hand it off, and then Boba goes back out on adventures. That's why I figured they do. They just put him on a different planet every season. Hmm. Kind of like uh, like I'm like, uh, like Gunsmoke or whatever. Yeah. Like the wandering. I yeah. There's only I enjoyed big parts of it, but there was a thing. It kind of made me sad because the strip, the show actually took away from the Boba myth. Oh yes. for me, it's yes. he doesn't have the yeah. same yep. stature that he did going in. You know, and he yeah. was one of the favorites I, I growing up. I don't disagree. Yeah, but but we're we have an entirely different and expanded universe now in terms of the live action stuff. We're also, you know, filling in in a weird space and time, you know, in between the the trilogies and 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 that stuff. And this the character of Boba in this series is clearly in a different fate, like this is not Boba Fett from the original trilogy. This is Boba Fett after, you know, going, going through that and then going through his experience with the sand people, which clearly affected. And also, you know, spending a good amount of time on the snacks road trip diet. He clearly enjoyed the hostess stand Mm -hmm. at every stop through the galaxy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I keep noticing that. I even noticed, you know, the recent uh, 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 sh- sideshow, you know, release mm. of the current. I'm like, oh, they've got exactly. the dad bots. Exactly. It's dad bots. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad that's fat. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, like, I don't, I don't disagree uh, at all, Chris. I just think it's a different, like, I like knowing this character, right? the Boba Fett that was only in the armor and was only the bounty hunter who, you know, took carbonite frozen Han Solo, you know, all that's, that, that's, that is a, an earlier phase that I still love, but this character is an actually realized character that had that in his history. And like, I, I like it. I, I really enjoyed, uh, seeing that. I think you're right. It, 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 it pops a bit of that bubble 
of who the original Boba Fett was and why they were so cool. But I'm totally okay with where we've ended up for me. I kind of would have been happy just knowing that he was still alive and out there. So there's still badass Fett roaming the galaxy. You didn't have to, you didn't need to. Yeah, you didn't need to. I mean, it gave you Fennec, which was great. I mean, I watched Ming-Na Wen do anything for Christ's sakes. Um, oh, she's awesome. I mean, she was definitely the highlight of the series. We also have, like, Din Djarin and the, you know, the Mandalorian mm-hmm. take some aspects of what we liked about Boba Fett, right? He's still Finn <laughs> and kind of in the pure Mandalorian <laughs> we like armor. Bounty hunters. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's the Mandalorian kind of filled a different spot. He's in the armor. Yeah, but this is an yes. actual. But very, he's exactly still he's still a person yeah. struggling with all this bullshit, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, essentially strapped to a church that his parents stuck him in, <laughs> trying to fight against the upbringing and all of that. Um, yes, yeah, I found that whole the the whole thing with the uh, I don't know if she's the armorer mm-hmm. and the yeah. you know the the reforming yeah. their covert and then him being kicked out that having to give up his spear the, and the whole thing. It's yeah. Yeah. Fighting the, John Favreau. So <laughs> the, uh, yeah, is that Favreau? Yeah, Favreau. Got the big man, the Favreau. I, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Awesome. Um, I'm probably going to be blasted for this. I think I was the only person that wasn't happy when we went and saw the child. I think you should have saved yeah. that card for two seasons down the road season. You didn't need to go five episodes later. You have this big reveal. Luke comes, takes Grogu. He's going to train and he's not going to fight the empire or something. He just, you know, wants to put on chain mail and right. Head back with his buddy. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it did give you, yeah. it's fan service to the nth degree, right? You got to see, yeah. you know, the Jedi temple being built and that whole thing. Um, yeah, you got to it, see R2, Gave you Ahsoka back. Like, hey, look, yep. we're just going to drop characters mm. into a forest. Beep, beep. Oh, R2's playing yeah. the shutdown thing again. Oh, that's cute. Like, it just kind of gave you beats, <laughs> but I don't think it moved the story. You didn't need Grogu to finish the Boba Fett story. Yeah. What I what I think it felt like to me was a little bit of the the Marvel-style thing where everything has to be anchored or lead into whatever comes next. Like this end of Book of Boba Fett, the last two and a half episodes, absolutely felt like, and now we're going to anchor this back into the Star Wars TV live action universe that we've been building around Mandalorian. So this is actually, it's not something separate of its own. It's a side story that's filling that in. And so when we go into whatever comes next, yeah, we're being it's carried almost along. Like, so I, I didn't, pe- people complain about the Mandalorian drop in. I didn't so much because the way I look at the whole way they have these shows lined out. I mean, they called it the book of Boba Fett. And when you used to read like mm-hmm. fancy books and stuff like that, if they wanted to like just abridge a character, they drop in like book of, so, you know, that, that's how they do it. And it was like a couple chapters mm-hmm. and then you'd read it. You'd read 10 chapters of your book. And pick this one yeah. up, read this little abridgment, and then just keep going with the with the main book. And that's kind of what yeah. I, it, it was kind of like an addendum to the Mandalorian. Yeah. It does kind of seem like it, in the writing process, they got like three or four episodes in. They're like, oh, this isn't going to be as strong as we hope. We need to bring the guy back and the baby and, and do the whole thing. It did really that's feel how like it that. Felt. It's, it it kind of felt like a crime. I bet it was a little more purposeful yeah. than that. Um, yeah. I It felt more like, like, a, like a mini comic in a cereal yeah. box. Yeah. 
or a, right or a tie-in. Yeah. And as a result, like I like the way you described that, DJ. I hadn't thought of that, but that that actually feels yeah. right. Like so Salvatore books or whatever. It's completely it be unnecessary, right? Like. You could go on to whatever's next, Mandalorian season three yeah. or, or whatever comes next. And if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, you honestly haven't missed out. However, I thought in and of itself, it was a nice, you know, short story. I don't think there is a season two, or if there is, it's a it's taking these it's characters like Mando 3. and moving them on into a different yeah, period of time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and they shouldn't yep. maybe not call it Boba Fett, just call it something else, like, you know, Tale of whatever, and have Boba Fett in it, which is fine. But I mean, I think, I mean, I, I'm i glad they did and, a Boba Fett show. Like, like Chris said, everyone your whole life wanted to know what happened to this guy. And I think, I think you know, it, that's kind of what's the biggest problem is that, like Chris, I say, it was all in people's head. You know, people had this imaginary, like, mythos in their head, and it, and the other thing, too, is like... 30-plus years to think about it, right? Everybody had exactly. their... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, going back to, you know, the early 2000s, I think the biggest problem you had is is that they retconned Boba Fett as a clone in Episode 2. So you were kind of hamstrung with nothing against him, but you had to use Timu, and he's in his early 60s or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. so you couldn't yeah you had to pick it up with that actor with that voice at that point in time and that physical condition and yeah so you couldn't have like both just go and just rip stuff up because that's what everyone thought like oh both gets out of the pit and he just goes and kills everybody he takes on a right. hundred strip he, yeah he was we all thought he was that guy he was never that guy yeah but but the but the value to me of taking that link of using the act, like I love using the actors and giving you that literal visceral, like thirty years later seeing the same guy hearing that same voice, like it's just like freaking Clerks two and Clerks yeah. three, right? There's there's a fundamental production value that you get through decades that you like. It's not quite the same. Even when we take, you know, young Mark Hamill through, you know, a CGI deep fake, whatever. That pissed me off too. Was a very nice leap forward. Why? <laughs> you have all the money in the world and you could actually use Hamill for the bit in the end of season two. But then it's like, ah, oh, we'll just yeah. let the computer do it. Fuck it. He's right there. <laughs> He's not busy. You yeah. could have used him again. You know? There's there was no yeah, reason see, I why I haven't other looked than at anything say, about. Let's see if we can do know, it. Who, or I don't feel like stroking the check because you know OG Wu cost a little bit more than slapping a face on some other body yeah. double. Yeah. See, I don't the know voice, any of the little stuff. hitches in the delivery bugged me, and I just couldn't get over it. Like I thought yeah. I misheard it the yeah, first the time. Yeah, the voice wasn't perfect. So I ended up going back and rewinding, and yeah. I'm like, oh no, you can tell that it's generated, not him. And then I saw yeah. the article came out like the next day. That yeah, Mark had nothing they to do with cut, it. Yeah, they just cut and pasted and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, but mm-hmm. I think I you mean, nailed think, it for me, Sean. It's what bugs me about it is, and there were moments that I loved. You know, sure, Olafan can get killed as many times as they want to kill him. That delights me every time because he just annoys me. Um, <laughs> but really, yeah. Oh, well, fantastic! Fuck him. Yeah, he bugs the shit out of me and most but I everything. But so you didn't okay. like justified the number of times that he can get shot. Yeah. Like it's limitless for me. Just take his ass out every time. Yeah. So did did you watch Justified? It's in pieces, but he annoyed the shit out of me. Like I don't like uh, him fundamentally. So yeah, but it kind of bugs me. Um, I I don't really like him as a person. But Justified and uh, what was the the Western the uh, um, 
He was in two, uh, uh, no, it's no, not um, Tim Stone. Deadwood, it's uh, yeah. Deadwood. 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 Yeah, yeah, I like Deadwood. Yeah, like, but Deadwood had Ian McShane it, and well, a so, cast of thousands. Yeah, that were no, yeah, oh, chewing oh, scenery. So he was a. But I love yeah. bit part. I love exactly Oliphant good. as that kind of yeah. character, right? And so seeing him, I mean, it, it leads towards our top three in a bit. Is you know seeing that basically is him as justified slash Deadwood in a way, just in Star Wars. And and I loved yeah, I like seeing him shot, but but I also so, was assuming he didn't die. Yeah. So that's won't we won't we won't we go round table? Give me a few things that worked for you and a few mm-hmm. things that didn't work for you. Let's go let's go work for you first. Sean, what are a couple of things like what were your highs from the series? All right. So uh perversely seeing the new ship as a Naboo starfighter, which I actually wasn't a huge fan of. Like I, you know, the original, the, the first, the prequel trilogy, you know, um, I didn't actually like a lot of the design elements, the swoopy curvy, you know, Naboo starfighter or the Chrome, you know, SR 71 ish, like, uh, you know, ships and stuff like that. But, but I'll admit seeing that as his new ship, and seeing how they worked it in and how he initially rejected it and then ended up freaking loving it and all everything. That was something that really worked for me. Ties in, and similar to Rogue One, Rogue One added things to other movies and other things for me. That actually added some validity and niceness to the prequels in just a weird, soft way. I'm like, oh, I like this ship in this context, and part of why I like it is because of its tie. It's now a vintage, you know, off the grid, all this stuff. So that really worked for me. Okay. And, you know, everything else. I like the production and everything, but that's one thing that really stuck out to me as a surprise that I didn't expect and got, you know, got a lot out of it. I think for me... Fennec's probably the biggest piece. I loved watching that character develop. I could watch that character get dropped in all over the Star Wars universe. Anywhere. But beyond that, it became yeah. fan service. We were seeing our the toys we grew up playing with when we were in like sixth grade. You know? You have the guard, mm-hmm. you have Jabba's palace. Oh, we got a Rancor again. Perfect. You know, it was kind of checking the boxes of some of those people. We got the Tuscan Raiders yeah. and we got Jawas. And it's like, okay, it was Yep. Sure. I was back in spags in the aisle, like, ooh, look, they have Jawa figures. It's, it was more seeing my toys come to life than anything sure. else. Yeah. Um, there were bits and pieces of the story. I'll, I'll save most of my stuff for the next piece. I'll let you go, dude. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling you're going to be on the, same, on the same path on that one. So um, I also, I, I did kind of like Mando getting the uh, the modified Naboo Starfighter same for the same reasons. Like, oh, hey, it's it's pre-Clone Wars. It doesn't have tags and all that kind of good stuff. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ship was actually, I mean, I just remember playing like the, the Naboo Starfighter video game when it came out. And that ship mm-hmm, just handled mm-hmm. nice in the video game. It's a cool design, even though for mm-hmm. what he does for uh, a profession, it's completely impractical. I still have a and Lego one around stuff. here somewhere. It's in yep. one of the tubs, dude. Yeah. The uh, the ep- if you had an episode one Naboo Starfighter in the box, you could maybe sell it for like thirty bucks. The Phantom Menace toys were never really worth anything. Immediately, mm-hmm. 
after that episode, people were getting $200 for that, for that figure because people sure. are stupid, I guess, and don't realize that they're not, they're going to make another one and it's going to be, you have to even it's change look it. Just like the one right color. Yeah. yeah. And have it, the dome. The baby yeah. and everything. But, um, the dome pissed me. So, I mean, that was, that, we'll get there. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, I, I did like the, the new, the characters they introduced, like, I mean, like Chris said, you know, Fennec's awesome. Um, I, you know, mm-hmm. we've talked about how much I love black K like that Wookiee character is, is just yes. amazing. Yeah. Um, and the Tusken Raider stuff was cool. It was, it was, it was really neat because it gave, it gave some depth to a character like I said, that you didn't know anything about, which yes. was kind of nice. Um, yeah. And then there's some stuff that like, when we circle back around the rest of my stuff, just like Chris, it's not, it's, it's for the other, the other side of the coin, so to speak. And obviously mm-hmm. it was, it was great to see, like, I mean, I'm, I'm all for the fan service. The fact that now as someone who's, who's dug into so much of this expanded universe stuff, you realize that like. Anakin Skywalker's apprentice knows Anakin Skywalker's son. That's a big one for me. That's a big puzzle piece that, you know, you always kind of wondered, and now, you know. So that's kind of cool. So, so walk me through that. Ahsoka knows who Luke is. Oh, you got it. You never. I mean, you never knew if she survived up until Rebels. You always thought maybe she didn't make out of Order sixty six, but yeah. And then as he's rebuilding the whole thing, he knows who Ahsoka is, and he understands. You know where she came from and that's that's just really kind of cool oh and they the fact that even though it was short-lived they brought cad bane in from the clone wars cartoons and that was awesome like i didn't i'd even i never read about that i had no idea just all of a sudden i saw the silhouette i'm like oh my god that's cad bane and cad bane if you if you watch clone wars cad bane was a bad mamma jamma man mm -hmm. i never i never saw all of you know, I've only seen little bits of Clone Wars, so I recognized, but I couldn't remember the name. I didn't remember much about him, but I it was sure I like I really enjoyed that character. I was a little bummed that they killed yeah. him. That's though, the, did they? They, well, they? I think it so. sure as well, hell I mean, looks like they point, did, which yeah kind of pissed me off that they wasted the character because it is a badass character. You right. could have dropped That's, him. But in at, thought, yeah, but at this point in time, Grant, I don't understand the 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 rules with the race and how he ages. But at that point in time, he was like seventy five years old, roughly. But that, he's I an mean, old man. That was human an Easy backfill for Boba. Yeah, you lost the badass Boba, but there's this other bounty hunter just kind of hanging out, dude. Yeah, kill her in for the, hire in the cartoon. Like Cad Bane almost takes a Obi Wan single handedly like twice. Like he's a he's a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They did a nice job with yeah. gorgeous. Like the the, the he teeth and the every I mean it was so gorgeous. well done. That's why they couldn't get Hamble. They put all their money into Cad Bane. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then killed him. You have all the money but, in I the mean, world. <laughs> but that I know, I know. But I guess the only thing with with the killing Cad Bane is I guess maybe it that actually might enhance Boba going forward. Like you finally like, okay, yeah, there's Boba he is even though he kinda did it kind of backhandedly, but anyway. Let's get to the stuff. What didn't what, what didn't work for you, Sean? Um, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure there's something that really sticks out to me, right? Much of, right, particularly now when I'm watching fewer things than in the past, I don't have a lot of time to be critical. I'm trying to escape and just, you know, do it. And so for me, watching these seven episodes was a great escape. I loved seeing I mean, I love this, the stuff that they're producing, the way they're using the stage to to give you such a mix of physical and CGI interaction and ref- like it is, you just accept what you're seeing way more than I'm used to, right? Like whether it's the city streets or the, like it just really works 
to my eye. And so I just love that immersive escape. Um, I do think the, the Luke stuff while, while the actual imagery was a step ahead in many ways, it still isn't a hundred percent. Like, even if I didn't know that it was not fully real, it doesn't a hundred percent work. So maybe that's the one thing that I still, I would almost rather have them recast it. Right. Then, then do it badly. Or I'd rather have them de-age Mark Hamill than do this. Though I wasn't sure, like, I had zero knowledge of what they actually did. So, so you know, to a large extent, I accepted it. I enjoyed seeing it and how well they did it and the callback in so many ways to, to Dagobah and, and, you know, other things. Um, but that's probably the one thing that sticked out, stuck out is still, you know, probably didn't fully work for me if I'm being critical. Okay. Um, every no, not everything. I mean, there were moments it was visually, it was gorgeous and there were bits and pieces mm. of the fan service that I really liked the Luke stuff. I, I really bumped into, um, the child stuff. It just seemed like there was no need to play that card there. The child was always going to be out yeah. there for you to pull. Um, yeah. I w- let me say one more thing about the child because you're you're right there, but also the handling of the giving the child a choice and then how that was handled that that did not quite ring right to me in terms of it being such a momentous thing it. and we've been through it with other characters in the past and it was just like you yeah, found it, your destiny yes, it was rushed through like I didn't have enough basis the guy with no right? face. Where was no, the basis for the conflict outside a few words from Ahsoka and Luke and whatever, but like all of a sudden, Hey, little kid, or who looks like a little kid, here's this friend I that mean, you have an attachment to. Here's a lightsaber. I guess, you know, that just seemed trying, bullshit, right? It seemed like a lazy way to try to make the Luke parallel to when he had to leave Yoda. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. My friends are in danger. Yeah. But Mando wasn't in danger. Mando was fine. He was, lazy through yes. rushed, you didn't, right? Lazy it wasn't rushed. You just it could have been You just dropped yeah. the kid in there. Um, I think a lot yeah. of the stuff that I had problems with is, well, the things that it wasn't. And you hit two big points that kind of encapsulated what I bumped into, Sean. It very much seemed like one of those filler Marvel movies where there's some where you just come mm-hmm. out of saying, this had no point other than it's connective tissue to what's coming right. next. Like, and yeah. And yeah. That ties directly into the, I wanted, I really wanted it to be something like a Rogue One. Rogue One has that connected, but Rogue One can stand on its own. That's one of my top two or three Star Wars movies by itself. And it happens to touch upon the other stuff that we already loved. This doesn't stand, other than the fact that it gave you a little fan service and kind of ties, it's there to continue that story. It didn't really do anything on its own for me. You got, I mean, yeah. it was, it became fan service to the nth degree where it's just dropping in characters. Who are you going to see from the mythos yep. now that, ooh, it was more like, mm-hmm. it was more like shock writing than, you know. Yeah, sure. A contained story, if you will. I, I completely agree. I think, 
I think how I feel about those facts is just different. I'm more willing to to oh. take you know take it and enjoy it for what it you're is. Nicer. But you're, I think you're completely right. <laughs> yeah, maybe some days. Some days. Okay. That end in why? So I'll say so. Number one, like I just like give me everything Star Wars as long as I keep getting content, I'm happy. But no, <laughs> yeah. so. To me, the whole—I mean, I, I didn't dislike the show, but like, so number one, I never had the massive Boba Fett attachment that a lot of other people in our age ranges have had. Um, I was always more of a good, and that is why you fail. <laughs> I guess. So, I mean, no, he was always cool, but like, I, I was always more like well, this guy froze Han Solo. Fuck this guy. Han Solo is my guy. So I was always way more of a good guy, guy. Um, but um, Vader froze him. Boba that's just true. took him. Fair enough. Um, but uh, it. The the show definitely felt like they w- Disney commanded it, like hey we need a both here's this guy who likes to write something for him real quick on the fly kind of because it didn't it's it it just it, it wasn't very like you guys said what the cohesiveness wasn't there so it started off really well where I'm like oh this is gonna be like Boba Fett going up against the huts mm-hmm. the world and like then all we had this no more like, crime stuff and then and then it just changed yeah. into like why like you didn't need the Pike Syndicate. At all, that, did that whole thing didn't need yeah. to happen. You could have easily just gone yeah. up against, you know, hot stuff. I give you a it gift. Felt of like a little episode home. one action yeah. to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, just so we can bring so the Wookiee in. Yeah, it um, it was it was there were some rush story points and they and they just they did jump around too much. Like I said, like, I I wasn't expecting to see Mando at all, but this whole thing. But what it was is it was like they were forced to they were forced to write a show. I think by the Disney suits because hey, we need to be able to um, make another five Boba Fett figures that look different because he sells the best. So it very much seemed like the stories we hear about Feige hitting up these filmmakers saying, "You can write your story, but I need this, 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 and this to be in it, and then do yes, whatever exactly. if you, as long as you yeah. can work around those four temples because I need these for what's yeah. coming next." Go. Yeah. So. As much as you know, it was it was fan service and it, it seemed rushed. I'm I, my only guess is that while they were writing it, Favreau was like, "Okay, we have to do this. Let's drop some breadcrumbs for the Ahsoka show, for Mando season three, for possibly Obi Wan with the flashback to the library." Um, so I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that those, while they seem rushed and unnecessary, somehow they're going to pay off eventually. I just I'm I'm hoping. Um, I mean, I said I, I liked it. I mean, I I like everything Star Wars. Yeah. It, it was just fine. It's fun to watch. But, no, yeah, and I think I think also they're just they're victims of their own success. The Mandalorian show was so. I mean, you know it was going to be good, but it was so good. It were, I mean, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. Where there's people who are not Star Wars fans, just love the Mandalorian stuff. So I think they were kind of up against it anyway. Like I said before, with having to, you know, if they could have just grabbed any random white guy and put him in the bullfit armor it would have they, they probably could have done a little bit more but having to use the guy who you know yeah. you had to use timu so it's like you're you're kind of shoehorned a little bit but it was fine and like i said i mean you you didn't need to bring in all the mandalorian breadcrumbs but i'm glad they did because like i love amy sedaris and i love the baby and i love r2 and i love luke and ahsoka and all this other stuff yeah. so i said even, even if it just got me to the next thing which is May 25th, Obi-Wan starts. Then it got me to the next thing, and it was just fine. So it was essentially a placeholder. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, think it was a man, I think it was a mandated thing, and they did what they could, and they put the effort they wanted to into it. That's my thoughts. I love your optimistic book on the world. Makes me smile. Well, no, I mean, I just, 
I'm I'm starting to understand how these things work. Where it's like they do both of that show because, yeah. yeah, it's business. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, subs kept going, and there's a shit ton of Boba Fett stuff coming out. You have like fully painted Boba Fett, Tusker Raider Robo Boba Fett, semi painted Boba Fett, back to tank Boba Fett. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they did what they had to do. So give me a give me an overall score for the show One out of ten. Give me give me your your star rating. Um, I'll give it a. Yeah, I'm probably in the like seven range. I'm seven and a half. Yeah. So we're all there right there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. So top three this week. Uh this this was Sean's idea, so we'll see if he abandoned it halfway through his own decisions because he that's what he likes to do when he comes up with the ideas. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> top three. Give me top three shows that you either want to reboot or reimagine in the Star Wars universe. Did I say that correctly? Awesome. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. For first time in 113 episodes that you uh, correctly interpreted Pro- one of my progress, ideas. ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean that's kind of, that's that's kind progress. of unfair because in the 130 episodes, I think you've had like four of them. So <laughs> he's that's actually been part of four that's episodes. He's usually very um, busy. <laughs> hey, f- <laughs> no, that is not not it. Um, so I do have a couple honorable okay. mentions. Um, you know, one of the things that I. I thought of when kind of thinking through and getting to this idea was, you know, more like the good old sitcoms. So like Samford mm-hmm. and Son or what have you, you know, obviously it ties to, I can't remember the name of the flying dude in episode one who had the junkyard. Guado, uh, yeah. Guado, yeah, yeah. So, you know, just just something like that, uh, you know, would be... I just would love to see a comedy. But then the other thing that kind of came to mind from an honorable mention actually did happen, right? It was a fan thing. Uh, cops, right? Somebody did, I think it was called Troops. Yeah, something that mm-hmm. it, I remember that. Yeah. 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 You know, and obviously those were just some YouTube shorts like 20 plus years ago, I think. But uh, but that, that you know, those are my honorable mentions is, is that type of thing. Cool. I like it. Chris, any honorable mentions? Get, so- I thought you were going to go a little more specific with actually casting. Well, my honorable mentions, I mean, oh, yeah. Well, no, go. I mean, I, I didn't think in that direction, but that's totally Oh, I totally went. I, I was in that very much that same vein, but you're going to see my honorable mentions okay. and all my choices are those awesome. kind of shows and then potential casting for said shows. Ooh. Ooh. So since it. you brought up Sanford and Son as the, you know, one of your honorable mentions. I'll drop it down to an honorable mention. I'm going to be honest. I had trouble. I can't come up with who I want for Grady, but you know, or Esther, but yeah. we'll get there. Um, but I want a Sanford and Son where you have Mace Windu and Chewie. I want Chewie playing Lamont, <laughs> but I love the idea of Samuel Jackson just losing his shit on yes. this Chewie who can't really respond. You have no idea what he's saying is he's trying to defend himself. <laughs> But I love the idea of Samuel doing anything Red Fox related. Uh, yep. I'm sold. DJ's not looking up. I'm not <laughs> Great sure idea. it's good or a bad thing. Uh, it's cold. Come on. Oh, it's going to get better. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I didn't go into specific castings, but I had two honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is I'm calling it The Moffis. So it's The Office with all the Death Star politicians. <laughs> Okay. Totally. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I've sold. uh, No, but not just the politicians, right? That's the boardroom. But then who's the, you know, you got the loading guys and all that's awesome. The the office on the Death Star. 
And then um, also I'm doing uh, Cheers Moss Eisley. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Eisley. That works. Oh, that's cool. Like that. so it's just, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I, I actually want to see all of these already. Um, so my number three is uh, Quantum Leap, right? I, I love... You know, when I'm thinking about the universe, one of the things I've enjoyed as we've expanded into it, whether it's like Rogue One or the prequels or whatever else, is getting, you know, getting more stories. And so the thing I loved about Quantum Leap is it it was episodic and each one was kind of standalone, but this framing device of casting into, you know, Basically, whether it's a situation comedy or a little drama or whatever, you get an individual story peppered throughout this vast, honestly, infinite universe. It seemed like a great structure to tell a lot more normal human stories, but with the benefits of science fiction and fantasy where you can, you know, you can make it just like the original Mm -hmm. Star Trek, right? You can get after interesting problems you know, topics, what have you, by putting them in an alien or completely foreign futuristic world. So quantum leap. Wow, I got to stop paying more attention when you guys suggest these things. My head was in an entirely different direction here. That's that's Um, okay. So staying in that same, you know, Channel 56 afternoon sitcom, things that we should have been watching as we were children. (laughs) um, I want to see a Three's Company remake in the Star Wars universe. (laughs) And... Here's how I want. I want Leia, Jin, and Lobot living in the apartment, and Lando comes in as Larry. Because, you know, Lando can't really live. Lando can't play the gay guy, but he can totally be the dog hanging at the Regal Beagle when his buddy comes down for. Dude. Wow. Come on. Hey, Lando's already wearing the shirts. I love it. Friggin' Naval, for Christ's sakes. He's already, he's essentially playing Larry in space. You know, he just happens to run Cloud City. So. Wow. Oh, that's that's gold. Though now I want to see Jefferson's investment in awesome. I didn't go there, but you know, we'll touch upon a family dynamic later. Nice. Uh, okay, so my number three would be a Star Wars of possibly one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Um, I want Taxi yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, that that I, I don't know. The only, the only thing I thought of is that you'd have some kind of like almost like a Watto type guy playing Louie behind mm. the counter. Yeah. And yes. you'd have just like <laughs> yes. some like cross wired burnt protocol droid like Jim. <laughs> like just yes. just completely nuked. And it's just, yeah, it's just, and it's just like the yes. the ground level like in Coruscant or something. Oh, yes. I like it. So yes. they don't, they, they never go anywhere else. It's always in that one set pretty much for the most part. And I love yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know why. That's the same thing. It. As a six, seven year old kid, I should not have. I, I loved Taxi. I've seen every episode. Like phenomenal oh, yeah. show. Don't know why at that age I liked it, but I did. So yeah, I'm going Taxi. That makes me think of uh, Wings. Wings would have worked well <laughs> right. too. Yeah, Wings would Wings, Wings might really be my favorite well. TV show of all time. Love yeah, Wings. yeah, and it would fit so well it into would, that same sort of thing. You got a little spaceport off on the side I'm of nowhere. Yeah. Play Roy. Uh, Oh, I love it. Uh, nice. So uh, my number two, uh, uh, obviously one of my favorite uh, television series universes, uh, Breaking Bad, right? A nice mix of- Breaking Spice. You know, character, yeah, character-centered drama with some crime, with some humor, with some, you know, intensity and a pretty nice long arc through those lives. Just seems like it'd be great to see it in 
you know, again, it's kind of like artificial, right? Anything can happen anywhere, but that's part of the idea is pulling it into this universe. It would be a nice way to, to experience it again. I like it. Um, so for some plus a space, better call Saul, like, uh, you know, the, uh, cheesy lawyer. Yeah. For some reason, my head kept getting stuck on the honeymooners, but I couldn't think of two couples to pit against each other. (laughs) However, you essentially did have a show that was the honeymooners without women. And that would be the odd couple. Yeah. You could totally do an odd couple. Yes. Ooh. So I want to see an, I want to see an odd couple, but it's Han and Greedo. <laughs> Might as well give that's Greedo something beautiful. to do for fuck's sake. I mean, other than uh, dying. Oh, that's be, awesome. You know, I love it. Subject uh, of a conversation for the last 40 years. So good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, you know, Han, I don't think you're Han's in a different place temper, in this. You're yeah. just taking it a different direction. You the know. whole thing. Yeah, your, your, your casting thoughts make it more specific, Which, but, but that's gold, man. I mean, <laughs> clearly Han's a sloppy, angry mess in that whole thing. Greedo is the neat facility. We need to just yeah. send this list to to Disney. Like, hey guys, hey Kev, you got Farrow's number? Just slide this over. Uh, See if you can work something in. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> number right, two. So my number two is not a sitcom, so to speak, but it's one of my favorite shows growing up. Um, I want to see American Gladiators done, but it's all normal people fighting droids, like droidicas like- and heavy battle droids and stuff. And yeah. You're going to have to up the group. You're not going to be able to use like the kickballs and stuff like that or the big nerf ball to throw it. No, 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 no. Um, Yeah, I was almost. But this is a fake reality show show of the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Well, it would have to be because you can't really build the droids. But yeah, but yeah, if it was like. Yeah, and you can't really kill people the way it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you. I mean, you could even do it like you could have like the. um, like the two-headed commentator from the pod race thing, like kind of like doing like the play-by-play and stuff yes. or something like that. Yeah, yep. that'd be kind of cool. So, yeah. That Can they do it in the voices from Dodgeball? Can you, it essentially be Blumberg and Bateman talking about you the can, Ocho? You could get, yes. you know, get Bateman. You yeah. get Bateman for Bold this. strategy. Oh, Bateman yeah. would totally do it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that comes down to my number one. And, and this one... I, I couldn't really nail it down to something specific, but there's an entire genre and it's, you know, it's something we've touched on before, but kind of some mix of Hill Street Blues, NYPD Blue, Homicide and Law and Order, right? The, the, just like I loved, uh, you know, uh, uh, Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. And Gotham Central, the comic series, right? I love criminal procedurals. I love you know, you get little slices of character in human nature or non-human nature in this case. And you have this procedural structure that lets you tell stories throughout uh, a universe or a context. Um, And, you know, each of those shows have their own aspects of humor and context and challenge. Kind of like Caruso's act or him showing his ass. (laughs) Yes. Humor. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh sure. So add CSI in there, right? Add all all the all the modern criminal procedurals. Um, would I like it. to see that. I like it. All right. My number one at its very core, this whole thing is essentially a family soap opera. I mean, it starts mm. there, it ends there. That's the through line for the whole thing. So that kind of got me stuck on. Yeah. Really, what could we retcon for a family show, but with Star Wars characters? And I want to see the Wonder Years starring the Skywalker family. 
Wow. I want to see Luke struggling to grow up, hitting puberty, everything that comes yep. with it. We don't have another brother, but that's okay. Vader going off to work yep. and the so, struggles of him having to go try to run the Empire. So so this this is something that didn't actually happen in the Star Wars universe because of the paths taken mm-hmm. by the characters. So where where would this happen? So this isn't Tatooine with Owen and, and Baru. This is this is essentially this is the Skywalker yeah, family. Essentially, Anakin never leave. They all stay together. He turns bad, yeah. but you know, nice. The family unit sticks he together. They're raising the twins. Still, yep. As he's going Love off to it. work on the Death Love Star, it. and she's trying to keep the house together, the palace together. Leia rebels and <laughs> that, takes that's off. That's awesome. I mean, Leia probably doesn't turn out oh, vastly yeah. different. <laughs> no, she goes off. She uh, she starts interning for a senator. You yeah, know, absolutely. Yes, Luke sitting there ogling mm-hmm. his sister's friends as he hits puberty and the whole thing. Or, <laughs> or his, his sister. sister. Yeah, I mean, yes. it, it all works. I love it. I love it. Nice. I'm in. Okay, so my number one is a show that we've already talked about, but it's my favorite TV show of all time, and it's Quantum Leap. Um, so yes. My thought nice. was, I mean, but I had a completely different premise from Sean. So my thing was is that you had mm-hmm. a, you know, like a, a, a Jedi Master at some point in time pre Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who is obsessed with like, like Sith culture and all that stuff, and somehow gets like basically force ghosted and that force ghost hops through all the time going back to like the high Republic thousands and thousands of years into normal people mm-hmm. to foil Sith plans. That was kind of my I like thought. It. They I like it. Like, Can they do the, like the Nightcrawler bamf? bamf? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Bamf. 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 Yeah, definitely. And, um, I, that's a great yeah, idea. And he has like, he'd have like Ziggy basically still, but it would be like a hollow gram or something like that. I don't know. There'd be, there'd be some, yeah. you could do Alan Ziggy somehow too. Be a protocol droid with a hologram or something. But can he really look like, like Ziggy? Astromech. Like Ooh. Ziggy from the comics? <laughs> yes. Like looking Ziggy from a little, the a little hologram. The, um, the, uh, uh, the thing I like about that is that it gives you kind of that, uh, like, Cold War espionage, yeah. and you, you know, good versus evil. And you can type play over people. thousands of years. Exactly. And then you yeah. have to worry, and then you have to worry yeah. about any button up against any existing storylines. You can kind of just go ham and just it's complete right. writer's freedom. Yeah. So I like yeah. it. I want to see Han Solo playing the James Bond character too. Just dropping him in with colorful criminals and he could totally be that. He's a space pimp. So Re- like Re- uh, Remington Steel, but it sounds oh, like Remington Steel. Yes, you know, uh, it yes. should have been you know, yes. 007 way earlier. Yeah, damn contracts. Absolutely. Damn you know they contract. they they could do Boba Fett now. Just have it be like Kojak because he kind of looks like Kojak now. Ooh, kind of. Like he just needs a space lollipop. Ooh, space lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get too sexy, Sean. We got we got we got PG. Yeah, this I, I, I like. No, I'm not, no. These are all great, man. I uh, it's exactly what. Long story short, Star Wars is so great you can put anything into Star Wars and it works. So, Sean had Quantum Leap, Breaking Bad, and every cop drama ever created. Mm. Chris had Three's Company, The Odd Couple, and The Wonder Years, and I had Taxi, American Gladiators, and Quantum Leap. Come on, that's like ninety percent gold. That's like ninety percent gold. <laughs> I reject American Gladiators. That that that's less awesome than everything else mentioned. I'd still love could it. You, could you, I don't know. I, I, I have a soft spot for that. That used to be you're coming back to the oh, room drunk at two in the morning. It was always on, and you're watching some fat slob trying Let's to take some, on like uh, pneumatically powered uh, trying to balls. take on yes. like <laughs> cartoon characters for Christ's sakes. 
Yeah. Like the little yep. football yep. rushing. Yep. Like yep. this guy's 250 and runs like a 6'3. <laughs> And he's got to get through these three people. <laughs> I know. Good luck. I'd, uh, yeah. The football is the yeah. best where it's like, it's like, okay, here's James Wellington. He is a 130-pound uh, kindergarten teacher from Akron. And uh, he's going up against Nitro. It's, and Nitro ah, just decapitates the poor fucking the guy. The freaking obstacle television. course. And we have fucking Adonis with a <laughs> cannon sitting up on high, just waiting to take <laughs> your head out. That's a spinal and, cord you know injury. As, as bad as it was, the women always got it so worse. Because you have like just like some like soccer mom. And then you have like freaking like Blaze. And she's like 245. <laughs> Clearly, Sean, did one clearly of those girls become a WWE wrestler, like Jazz or something? Did she jump? Jazz, did we have somebody, jazz yeah, did, yeah, yeah. It was it was Jazz, Jazz. I think it was Jazz on Gladiators. It wasn't Jazz in wrestling because that was a different person. But that was but the girl, was, yeah, right? Someone, yeah, yeah. WCW got one or two of them, mm. but they were huge. We need to bring that back. They were bigger than the the guy wrestlers are now. You had chicks that were bigger than Roman Reigns for Christ's sakes on that show. Oh my God, yeah. It was as good as 80 steroids is what it was. I was going to say, God bless the steroid hour. Yeah. But anyway. So, uh, <sighs> thanks awesome. for tuning in. Um, eventually, we'll get back on schedule. I know I say this every episode now, but we're going to like we're gonna try to get a, a big bank of Disney episodes going, so we'll have some of that content, hopefully, um, pretty soon. And follow us on Twitter, at FMan37. Keep an eye out, because whenever the brackets go live for March Fatness, March Fatness will, is we'll coming. We'll tweet the link out. Um, it's coming. We have the four regions. If you don't know, they're Perfect Pint, which is Ben and Jerry's flavors. Uh, Scoop, there it is, which is classic ice cream flavors. Cherry on top, which is all your blizzards and milkshakes from licensed places. And your um, nostalgic novelties, which is all your ice cream truck stuff. And we're going to yeah. we're gonna get into and that. And Sherry, we're going to be reaching out to you to uh, to start engaging your you know, divinely earned yep. in victory of battle, uh, you know, input. Yeah, I'll, she, I'll send her messages this week with with her her four superpowers so she can start figuring out where she wants to use them and stuff like that. So, superpowers. Nice. Her four Excellent. superpowers. So. Let her get through her Pez first. Superpowers. She's working on a bucket of Pez now. God yeah. bless. Yes, bucket her, of yeah. Pez. Let her go through her, yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest things Looks ever like invented. She, <laughs> Looks like she's hooked on sleeping pills. Awesome. Okay. Mm. No. No, I was saying, no, she's sick. She's like pictures, like piles of like these little pink things. It's like, it's just, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so everyone, thanks for listening. Like I said, uh, wherever you listen, please uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. If you haven't yet, go ahead and uh, please go subscribe and like our YouTube channel. We're going to try to get there eventually, but we need the hundred uh, subscribers to get the, uh, the customized link and it will help. So okay. thank Excellent. you everyone. Have a good night and talk to you later. Later kids. Later.